puck is dropped, and it's showtime from downtown Winnipeg. Buckley's pass, a shot, they score! Shankly Cutter scores! What a stop by Hellebuck! Nikolai Ehlers off the faceoff! Ground Control, the official podcast of the Winnipeg Jets, hosted by Jets TV. Well, hello there. Uh, welcome back to Ground Control, the official podcast of the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, first of all, shout out to our buddies, Paul Edmonds and Jamie Thomas of the Flyby podcast, mm-hmm. uh, the partner podcast of this podcast. Uh, they've been busy working, so if you haven't had a chance to check out those episodes, they've got some great draft prep stuff uh, that they were talking about with a couple of draft experts. Obviously, the draft coming up next week. But right now you're listening to Tyler Esquivel, myself, and Mitchell Clinton of Jets TV. The two of us are going to take you on a, a whimsical ride here. Uh, it's been a busy 24 hours uh, yes. in Jetland. Uh, the Winnipeg Jets announcing that they've hired Rick Bonus as the third head coach since relocation. So, uh, Mitch, I'll throw things over to you. First of all, uh, we had the chance to, to sit and chat with Bones, as, as everybody's calling him. So mm-hmm. I think... I think that means we're allowed to call him the nickname. I think so. Okay, so we're just going to go with it. Yeah, let's go with it. Okay, so Bones met the media today. We've had some chances to talk to him away from the cameras. Uh, just your impressions of uh, the man that's taken over the bench. Well, super nice guy. I mean, one of the things that really you know came out from Kevin Chevaldeoff during the, the media availability was just the fact that this is a guy that develops relationships with his players. And you can just tell that that extends outside the dressing room too. Just it seemed everybody that he... Uh, that he talked to. He seemed to, you know, he's very personable, easy to talk to, and uh, really excited that he's on this episode of the podcast. Uh, just a nice little one-on-one chat uh, between him and I, and just kind of going over a number of things. He's been doing media all day, and uh, we're sitting here. It's 2.05 p.m. Central Time, and I'm probably his 15th interview of the day, but you wouldn't be able to even tell. Like, he just... Uh, was really fun to talk to and get into a lot of different things. But I mean, that's, you'll, you'll hear that in a few minutes, but I think that's probably the big thing that came up. Just really seems like he's really into um, building relationships with players, but at the same time, you know, I thought one of the more interesting things that he said throughout today was just the fact that, you know, when he was behind the bench with the Dallas stars playing the Winnipeg jets last year in comparison to, uh, where they were as a, as a team the last like the few years before that just said something was missing and you, sometimes you can't put the finger on it you don't know what it is and I remember that question being asked of a number of the players last year like you know can you put your finger on what's what's causing you know some of the issues that they were having whether it was defensively or sometimes I mean I remember a stretch in November where offensively things just weren't clicking like they normally do and they were asked constantly can you put a finger on it and it's, they they couldn't and I think that was just kind of echoed in what uh, what Rick Bonus said uh, today. So it'll be interesting to kind of see what uh, what the next few months look like, and then what training camp looks like. But ultimately, off the start, he said in some conversations he's had with Mark Shifley, uh, Adam Lowry, um, he's trying to get in touch with Blake Wheeler. They're playing a little bit of some phone tag because of the, <laughs> the holidays uh, in Canada and the U.S. But he's really looking forward to talking to a lot of players, and I think based on how the first few conversations have gone with him, those conversations will certainly go well. Mitch isn't kidding. Uh, the man has been doing media pretty much all day. When we picked him up from the hotel this morning, I had a camera on him pretty much instantly. And, yeah. uh, you know, coming from Dallas, he's he's used to that sort of thing. And, and 
being in Winnipeg here, we've obviously been been blessed with some head coaches that yeah. you know know how to throw a quote out there and carry on a conversation. You know, Paul Maurice being uh, the golden child of that. Yeah, and then now you have Rick Bonus, who uh, clearly is very well versed in the English language, and uh, it's a fantastic uh, person to listen to. Okay, Mitch, uh, I'll let you tee up your interview. You joined. Rick here in yeah. the podcast studio for what was it you said eight minutes yeah he's making his rounds around the building here so he stopped in and I have to give him credit because he was sitting in the exact seat that you're sitting in and over our shoulder you didn't tell him it was my seat no I'm sorry okay sorry <laughs> he there's this big screen if you've if you've if you've all been to if you've been to Turnar Square you know the big screen that plays videos and stuff like that but one of the videos that's in rotation is like his face so he was he would have been sitting looking at this screen and no doubt seeing his face looking back at him, which I can only imagine is a little bit of a weird thing. But uh, yeah, we talked about a number of things. Obviously, you know, what stood out about Winnipeg, what what made him want to come back. This is a place that he's you know, he's part of this organization for nine, ten years, uh, dating back to nineteen eighty. So, you know, what made him want to come back? Uh, what he thinks the the group needs to do a little bit better going into this season. Uh, and just what the rest of his summer looks like, because there's a whole lot going on in the uh, in the bonus family right now. Um, so he uh, gets into that and a whole lot of other things in our little chat today. Shop where the players shop. Jets Gear and TrueNorthShop.com are your authentic team stores. Make sure to stock up on all your favorite Winnipeg Jets and Manitoba Moose merchandise today. Visit one of the five Jets Gear locations or shop online at TrueNorthShop.com. Hi, this is Mark Shifley, and you're listening to Ground Control, the official podcast of the Winnipeg Jets. Happy to be joined on the Ground Control podcast by none other than Rick Bonus, the new head coach of the Winnipeg Jets. When you hear those words, what does that uh, what does that feel like? Gets me very excited. That's it, good. It, it does, and uh, uh, it's been a long time since we've been here a few years ago, but uh, we've got great memories of Winnipeg. We're thrilled to be back in Winnipeg, and very proud to be part of the Winnipeg Jet and True North family. And very excited about the upcoming season. Uh, we've got a good young pl- team to work with here. We've got a great fan base. So uh, this is a very exciting time for us. Your connection to the city, especially for, I mean, even I was talking to somebody in the office that was like, man, I remember being a fan of the Jets when he was here and was playing here. And you were an, you were an assistant coach here. It was So obviously there's a, a lot of connections to the city. But what was it about this team and this pr- this opportunity that really appealed to you? Well, it, it, it goes back to a couple of things. Um, first of all, I really wasn't looking for a job. If something came up that it was piqued my interest and we wanted to jump back into it. This job was particularly appealing for a couple of reasons. One is great people here. And uh, the, the manager with Chevy and Larry and Zinger and the ownership with Mark and just really, really good people. And my wife, Judy, always said that if we're going back in, we want to work with good people. So that checks that box. We want to have a chance to win. We want to have a good team. I had three other opportunities to go in in various coaching capacities, certainly not the head coach, but they, they were on a rebuild, and I, I just really don't want to rebuild. I want to have a chance to win. So when I look at the roster and, and having played against them for so long, uh, there's a really good team here. There's a great young goaltender in Connor, 
good young defense, uh, lots of offensive punch up front. So the ingredients you need to win in our league are right here. Uh, it's a matter of just getting them all working together again, getting them on the same page, and just make it a little bit more competitive than we were last year. And the ties to the Winnipeg City, we were I worked for the Jets for nine years mm-hmm. in the 80s, and my daughter was born here in 1986. So, you know, Judy always talks about the years we lived here, uh, the kids were all young. We had a great neighborhood. The kids all had friends. Judy met a lot of really nice people outside of hockey, uh, which is hard for us to do because of our schedule. But uh, Judy has great memories of the city. I have great memories of the city. So that all plays a part in it. But the two most important things are the good people, and it's a really good team. It's been quite the week for your family. I mean, Ryan Bonus named the assistant GM of the Ottawa Senators as well. You get the head coaching job in Winnipeg. So do you guys have to like split the tab if there's a celebratory dinner coming up? Or how's that going to work? Well, there's also one other key ingredient. My son Ricky's wife, uh, they live in Denver, and she's the vice president of suite and ticket sales for the Colorado Avalanche. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, what, a, so, what a run. So, what a run. <laughs> so she started it. They won the Stanley Cup, and they, you know she was in their parade. She's having a great time. Uh, they're having fun with the, the city, and I was very proud of Ryan uh, getting the assistant GM job in, in Ottawa and then obviously for this opportunity. So it's been a, a great week for the Bonus family. And, uh, and, and listen, I'm very proud of it, all my kids, uh, certainly for Jody winning, you know, being part of that organization, Ryan, and my daughter. Daughter Kristen, she works for the National Predators. She's a, a director of uh, fan development and and, um, and and minor hockey. So there, there's rivals in our division. There's rivals in our family. <laughs> but it's been a great week for us. That's excellent. Uh, sticking with the Central Division, I mean, one of the things that uh, really stands out about the Dallas Stars, and you know, Winnipeg Jets fans will think back to maybe like the 1718 or even prior to that when the Jets played the Dallas Stars if the score was 7-4 people were like man where was the offense because those two teams just went back and forth you go into Dallas and over the span of the last three years I believe you guys were fifth total in terms of goals against you turn that into a team that it was very difficult to generate uh, any chances whether it's high danger or otherwise what is what do you think that process looks like here uh, for the Jets. Well, if you go back to the the, the Dallas Stars before we went in there, they, they could score, but mm-hmm. they didn't win. They missed the playoffs. So it, it, probably entertaining, but the end result in for all of us is we want to have a chance to win. Right. And all you have to do is look at the, the last two Stanley Cup deciding games, one nothing two years ago, 2-1 this year. If you want to win the Stanley Cup, you have to be able to play defense. You have to be able to defend. You have to be able to keep the puck out of your net. Uh, and then you obviously you've got to score goals to, to win as well. But playing defense, it, it takes a complete buy-in from every player. Uh, it, it's it, it's about the X and O's, but it's also about the culture. If the players have to care about each other, they have to care about the outcome of the game. Uh, so we need to implement those things. I know this is a very good hockey club that, for whatever reason, uh, just lost its way a little bit last year. But as I talked about earlier, they're the key ingredients here. So do we have to we have to tighten things up? Uh, yeah, we do at, at the expense of not scoring as many goals. No, we still want to score. That's a that's a fun part for the players. The hard work part to get the puck back when you don't have it. We have to implement that that attitude and that philosophy in training camp. But when we get the puck. 
we want to be creative. We want to hang on to it. We want to make plays. That's the fun part of the game. But we still, you do not win in our league uh, if you, unless you can play defense. In Colorado, you look at the great year they had, all kinds of goals. They won the Stanley Cup with a 2-1 game. You have to be comfortable in those games. Clearly, you want to score four or five goals. You want to do that. But clearly, you are not going to win in our league unless you can defend and keep the puck out of your net. Just a few more for you. Scott O'Neill, named an associate coach in your staff, obviously someone that you're uh, you're familiar with. What role do you see him having or, or kind of the, the responsibilities on the bench still kind of being worked out depending on who you bring in? You mentioned earlier today you might bring in another couple of people. Yeah, no, with Arnie, uh, listen, we played together in 19... I played a few games with him in 1981. I coached him with the Jets, coached him with Boston. Uh, we've had a good friendship over all these years. And he was my first call, for, without a doubt. Uh, we've, t- we've kept in communication over the years. Uh, we're good friends, and he's a really, really good coach. And he's going to run the penalty kill, and he's going to change the defense uh, on the bench. We're going to add a, someone who will run the power play and an eye in the sky. We've got to get those roles uh, all fixed out. But Arnie's a huge part of what we're, we're going to do moving forward. He's a great coach. He's a great person, as everyone in Winnipeg knows. And I'm thrilled that he was able to join our staff. Fun fact, my wife's family actually billeted a Scott O'Neill's son when he played in the Manitoba Junior Hockey League with the Dauphin there Kings. You so there you go. Family ties. Uh, yeah, so speaking <laughs> of the rest of the summer, uh, what does that look like for you now? Well, we'll go back to Halifax, Nova Scotia. That's where our, our summer home is. Um, and like this, this obviously came out pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now we have the house in Dallas up for sale. Uh, we've got a plan to move back here uh, to where we're going to live. We haven't, you know, th- all those things will have to take place over the next little while. But a big part of my summer from moving on here is communicating with the players. And I, I reached out to probably about a third of them. Um, because it's a, you know July 1st, Friday, last Friday, Canada Day. Now today's July 4th, uh, big day in the United States. Mm-hmm. So... Fourth of July is always a big celebration down there. I will have to be in touch with the community and a lot of communicating with the players. We've got to we've got to get them in the right frame of mind. When we hit training camp, we want them in the right frame of mind. We want them to know what our expectations are. We're not going to come to Winnipeg in September wondering what our expectations are for the team, what I expect from the players. That's going to be dealt with over the next two months, two and a half months before we start training camp. So a big part of this moving forward is just communicating with our players, uh, getting a good feel of them, getting to know them. I don't know their players very well here, clearly. Uh, I've never coached any of them, so uh, it's a big part of my summer now is, is building a relationship and, and building an early trust with our players. Well, it's not too often I find myself wishing a Canadian summer away, but I'm, I'm sure a lot of myself a lot of, and a lot of Jets fans are already looking forward to the, the first whistle, the first puck being dropped and, and at uh, training camp in the fall. So, Rick, really appreciate you taking some time out on what's a, a very busy day, and welcome to Winnipeg. Oh, it's a pleasure, and thank you very much. Thanks so much to Rick for taking the time to sit down with Mitchell and do that interview. Uh, you know, if you go and check out winnipegjets.com and then the social channels, there's tons of Rick bonus content. I'm going to have trouble not thinking about the word bonus, B-O-N-U-S, and, and bonus here. And I think there's going to be some wordplay Another happening. Another reason to just use the nickname of Bones, but we'll get there. Yes. So, like I said, lots of content, winnipegjets.com on the video side of things and a couple written articles too. Uh, and, of course this podcast. All right. Um, Shifting away from 
Coach Bones, uh, you know, we just fly by the seat of our pants here. Uh, The NHL draft taking place on Thursday, Friday this week over in Montreal. Uh, The Winnipeg Jets holding two first-round picks, 14 and 29. Just uh, your thoughts, Mitch, on on what we could see from the Jets uh, in Montreal this week. Uh, Like, obviously, there's so many different ways you can go. You could make two first-round picks. Maybe there's a trade that happens with one of those picks or both of those picks. Who knows? Uh, Lots of ways to to look at this. Yeah, and I think what's going to be interesting for Kevin Cheveldayoff and all of his fellow general managers and uh, really just management of all the teams is being able to be back inside one building you know, with that, you know, all the team tables on the floor, all the GMs roaming around, lots of things can happen uh, in that situation. So I think when they get back to that after a couple of years of, uh, of virtual, of course, it was what was needed to be done at that time. But I think everybody's kind of excited to be able to get back into that, um, into that atmosphere, especially, I mean, Montreal, you know, holding the first, the first overall pick at home. I, I think it's, it's, that alone will give uh, the draft a lot of uh, extra pep. But um, for the Winnipeg Jets, like you said, two first-round picks, something that they've had before. They had two first-round picks in 2015, two first-round picks in 2016. Uh, they've picked both times in that regard. So it will be interesting to see what uh, General Manager Kevin Cheveldayoff does with that. Uh, you mentioned the Flyby podcast earlier. On there, Mark Hillier, the Director of Amateur Scouting for the Winnipeg Jets, indicated that the Jets will be keeping that second-round pick. That was part of uh, – it was a conditional trade uh, with the New York Rangers a little bit earlier. It's actually St. Louis's pick, but basically all it means is the Jets do have a second-round pick this year. They also pick in the third, the fourth, the sixth, and the seventh rounds this year. So a number of picks for the Jets to use after a few seasons, really, of it being, you know, about five picks or so. Um, now they've got seven, and this is a group, obviously, with a lot of success – at the draft, whether it's in the first round or it's in the uh, later rounds. I mean, the one that I always think of is Connor Hellebuck, who won you a Vezina Trophy, who is a fifth-round pick. So, like, you just never know where these guys are going to be found. Um, But I think it's going to be an exciting weekend. And strategy-wise, too, like, do you go by position? Do you go by who you deem is best player available? I know Kevin Cheveldayoff has said in the past that it's usually it's, it's best player available based on their list, but... We know how closely and, and uh, securely they, they keep that list tight to the vest. So really looking forward to seeing how the weekend kind of shapes out. And, of course, all that coverage will be on WinnipegJets.com. Yeah, the NHL draft coming up this weekend. Uh, and like you said, lots of coverage on WinnipegJets.com. Uh, you'll be at the rec room for the draft party. I'll be in Montreal with a few others getting some video. Lots to come. And like you said, Flyby Podcast, if you want to check things out, uh, flyby podcast. It's on our website, winnipegjets.com backslash by flyby. Easier said than done. Easier said than done. You can tell I haven't done this in a while. Uh, and then July 13th is free agency. That's next Wednesday. So a busy week and a half here uh, for the folks at the Winnipeg Jets. And then uh, I'm sure you'll hear from us after the draft. You'll hear from us after free agency. And then uh, we'll go into that summer mode once again. And then, uh, heck, It'll be September and f- training camp before you know it. So yeah. 
Um, what about what about you, Mitch? You got anything planned for the summer? Nothing really. Uh, pretty light on the uh, on the wedding schedule. Um, I have just have one in near the end of August at this point. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty wide open. Probably gonna play my you know summer favorite sport, that being golf. I'll be out there a few times. So, um, looking forward to that. And then, kind of like I said at the end of uh, my chat with with Rick there, I'm just curious to see once training camp gets going how different things are or how it runs. So, uh, but that being said, I don't know if I can wish away a Canadian summer. So I'll, uh, you know, it'll come when it gets here and it'll be exciting when it gets here, but uh, you you still have to enjoy every day before then. Couldn't have said it better myself. All right, everyone. Uh, I'm sure you'll hear from us in a couple of days after the draft. So in that time, enjoy the summer. Hopefully it stops raining uh, here. It's been beautiful the last number of weeks. So enjoy your summer and you'll hear from us soon. This is Big Ground Control, the official podcast of the Winnipeg Jets, hosted by Jets TV. For Jets news, videos, and more, head to winnipegjets.com. Proceed with Abel.